Hello and welcome to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer, a series featuring conversations with experts to share recent market developments, key insights and strategic inputs from around the globe. Hello everyone, welcome to today's podcast where we've got an exciting topic to delve into, unlocking the potential of Asia Real Estate Investment Trust or Asia REITs. I'm Jia Hao, Head of Mandate Advisory Singapore at Julius Baer. Joining me is my colleague, Alison Seng, Senior Portfolio Manager of Asia Equities. Alison manages the Asia REITs discretionary mandate. Hi, everyone. I'm very excited to be here and shed some light on the wonderful world of REITs with all of you. Before we dive in, let's get to know Alison a bit more. She's a powerhouse in the financial industry with over 20 years of experience. Alison, could you share a bit about your background and your journey so far? Absolutely. I started with a Bachelor in Finance and a Master of Applied Economics from National University of Singapore. I've worked with S&P as a research analyst for 12 years and then spent nine years with a Swiss private bank, providing equity analysis to both advisory and discretionary teams with a focus on Hong Kong, China and Singapore markets. I've also managed the global real estate and REITs mandate. It's been an exciting ride. That's quite an impressive journey, Alison. It makes you the right person to talk with in today's podcast as we are exploring the benefits of Asia REITs in today's market environment. So, Alison, could you enlighten us about REITs and some of the benefits? Of course. REITs are investment vehicles that own, operate, or finance income-producing real estate assets. They offer investors the opportunity to participate in real estate market without having to buy or manage properties directly. These investments have gained popularity because of their attractive dividend yields and potential for capital appreciation. That sounds interesting. Can you tell us more about the benefits that investors may enjoy when investing in REITs, particularly Asia REITs? Certainly, Asia REITs offer a host of benefits, making them a sought-after investment option. First and foremost, REITs are a fantastic addition to an investment portfolio because they pay out at least 90% of their taxable income to unit holders. REITs provide high dividend yields, often ranging from 4% to 7% in Asia, which is significantly higher than other equities. This attractive income potential is a real draw for investors seeking stable and consistent returns. Wow, those dividends sound enticing. But what about capital appreciation? Are REITs capable of that too? Absolutely. While they offer great distribution or payouts, they can also deliver moderate long-term capital appreciation mainly driven by income growth. Over the last 10 years, the total return of Asia REITs reached an impressive 50%, which is pretty competitive when compared to broader equity markets. So investors can benefit not only from regular income, but also from potential growth in the value of their investments. And lastly, there are also several advantages to investing in a REIT rather than buying fiscal properties. For one, it is easier to buy and sell units in a REIT, whereas physical real estate is more illiquid. Impressive. Now let's talk about their coverage. Which geographical areas do Asia REITs typically focus on? Asia REITs cover various countries in the region, including Australia, Japan, Hong Kong and Singapore. Each country offers unique investment opportunities and potential for growth, adding to the diversity and richness of the REITs investment landscape. And diversity is always good. This brings me to my next question. How do REITs contribute to diversifying an investment portfolio? 
Excellent questions. REITs offer investors indeed an opportunity to diversify their portfolios. Due to their unique nature and income-generating properties, REITs' returns tend to have lower correlation with traditional bonds and equities. This makes Asia REITs an excellent way to diversify and improve the overall investment risk-return profile of a portfolio, especially during volatile market conditions. Got it. So there are different types of REITs, right? Could you give us a glimpse of what those types are? Absolutely. REITs usually focus on specific types of properties or hold multiple types in their portfolios. In Asia, you'll find retail malls, warehouses, data centers, hotels, apartments and office properties, among others. Oh, quite a variety. So tell us, are there any current market trends that you see in the REIT sector, especially considering the impact of the pandemic? The pandemic has indeed changed the landscape and drivers of Asia-Pacific real estate market. On the upside, the hospitality industry should see a sustainable boost from an increased travel demand. Retail malls are supported by shoppers returning to physical stores, while e-commerce penetration is on the rise in Australia and Japan, creating a demand for quality modern logistics space. At the same time, the demand for data centres and rental housing is expanding due to digital transformation and supply shortfalls. However, the widespread adoption of a hybrid working environment has led to higher vacancies in city centres' offices. Also, the adoption of environmental, social and governance factors, in short ESG, has accelerated the importance of green building and quality space. So, it's a mixed bag of trends, but all interesting to watch. Definitely an interesting mix. And with these trends, what are some of the challenges facing Asia REITs, and how can REIT managers address them? Asia REITs do encounter challenges, just like any other investment options. Asian markets have shaken off the pandemic's effect, but high inflation, interest rates, labour, and utility costs, debts and the looming risk of a global recession are some of the hurdles they navigate. In such times, REIT managers need to take stock of their corporate strategies. They should diversify their income streams, lengthen their leases, index rents, control operating costs through automation, and improve their tenant mix. Prudent acquisitions of assets are key, and investors tend to reward those who can communicate effectively and deliver returns despite the headwinds. Quite a balancing act for the REIT managers. Speaking of performance, in 2022, both global and Asia REITs saw a fall in values. Global REITs fell 24% and Asia REITs fell about 18%. This happened because of rising interest rates and a reversal of quantitative easing by the Fed. Despite all this, do Asia REITs still have a strong foothold? Absolutely. Despite the challenges faced in 2022, Asia REITs still have a strong foothold. Leasing momentum remains mostly resilient and consumers are in relatively good shape post-pandemic. Singapore, in particular, continues to attract capital with its perceived safe haven status amid rising geopolitical uncertainties. Yes, public REITs might react to market expectations of monetary tightening, and some bad news might already be priced in. Deal-making might be slower due to the high funding cost. But as asset valuation adjusts lower, there are opportunities for REITs with strong balance sheets and debt flexibility to make strategic moves. Good to know that they are resilient. Looking ahead, do you see any signs of stabilisation and recovery in the Asia REITs market this year? The central bank's pivot on interest rate policy would be crucial in lifting the overhang on Asia REITs. We are also seeing some relief in utility and maintenance costs 
due to cooling energy prices. On the management side, Asia REITs are generally well-managed and many have hatched a significant portion of their debt borrowings at fixed rates, well ahead of time, to manage the high interest rate environment. So there are positive signs pointing towards stabilisation and recovery. That's encouraging news. Finally, for our investors, why should they pick Asia REITs over US and European REITs? Excellent questions. Asia REITs have actually outperformed global REITs in 2022. Many of them have healthy leverage and financing prudence, having navigated through the Asian and global financial crisis, which makes them better prepared to manage indebtedness. Their gearing ratio is 25% to 50%, making them relatively more stable due to development and gearing caps. Moreover, Asia REITs offer more growth opportunities considering their significant presence in Asia and the sizable investment options they provide. And let's not forget those higher dividend yields, which come from their practice of paying out a substantial portion of their income as dividends. Thank you, Alison, for providing such valuable insights into the world of Asia REITs. You're most welcome, Jiahao. It was a pleasure being here and discussing this exciting topic. It seems that these investments offer a host of benefits for investors who are seeking stable income and potential growth. As always, interested investors should carefully consider the risks before making any investment decisions. With this, we have reached the end of this podcast. Thank you to our listeners for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed exploring the benefits and challenges of Asia REITs in today's environment. Goodbye for now and have a good week ahead. You have been listening to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer. If you like what you've heard, please tell us by leaving a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Subscribe to Beyond Markets on your favourite podcast player to stay up to date with our latest episodes. To learn more about Julius Bayer, our people, our latest thinking, visit us at www.juliusbayer.com. We will be back with a brand new episode soon. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliusbear.com slash legal slash podcast for further important legal information.